With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to harvest you. Let's nourish our mama joy by living big and loving bigger. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Teresa. And in this episode, we're talking about being a supportive friend. Welcome to our podcast. Let's get started harvesting you. This podcast is sponsored by A2D, Addicted to Dance Company. Check us out on the web, a2dance.com. We're growing foundation, giving back to our community, and changing lives is our mission. So we're talking about being a supportive friend. Well, I think if we learn to be a supportive friend, then we can recognize what it means to be a, what it means to have a supportive friend. Yeah. Until you do it yourself, it's hard to know what that is. Mm -hmm. Like any other experience in life, you, it's much easier to mimic something that you already, you know what I mean? Like you can see it in someone else, what you need by giving to them what they need. Yes. Okay. In, yeah. Did like we just mimicking. start this? Yeah, we did. <laughs> so it kind of is like the golden rule. Treat others how you want to be treated. It is. And being a supportive friend, I really am passionate about this topic because when it comes to women supporting women, mm. which is something I spoke about today, I feel women supporting women is not just, you know, throwing up a Facebook post or saying, oh, yay, women supportive, support other women. It's so much deeper and so much more personal of really honoring and celebrating each other as women. And we don't do that enough. And it can be really disappointing to people. It can be really disappointing to mamas that feel like they don't have other supported, supportive mamas in their tribe yeah and when you don't have that there's like a vacancy there yes so you can get all of the hearts and you know little smiley huggy things on Facebook or on Instagram or you know get get all of that but unless you are actively reaching out to your friend personally yes and you know a text message can be enough sometimes to say, I'm thinking about you. I know that today is a special day for you, whether it's you're going to a funeral or you're getting, you know, you're starting a new job or your child's going off to school for the first time. But to intentionally connect with your friends and lift them up, because I know when I get those messages, I'm thrilled because I know how busy we all are and I know that my friends have work and children and husbands and houses and in-laws and the whole thing. So, and I know those things are important and those are every day, 
but friendship is essential. It is essential. And it's, it's super important that when that friend or that family member crosses your mind to really put some intention behind it. Because just thinking about them, they don't know you're thinking about them. And receiving that text message is so gratifying for them as it is for you too to have given it. Yeah. And to get that response of, you don't even know how much I needed that today. Or just showing up. It's, it's a lot of showing up, especially we all know this mama gig is, is tough at times. And it's so joyful at times too. And being able to, you know, social media is such a big thing these days. It it would be very interesting for us to go back into the 90s and mm. live this life that way. And we didn't have the huge community groups and and connections and ability to hop in on people's lives. So we are watching a lot of these friendships, a lot of our, our, you know, community grow up and these kids grow up on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And, and some people may think that's enough. Oh, I'm up to date with them. It is absolutely not. And I feel like the posts are more for me as a mama. I love the throwbacks. So when I get to go to my memories on Halloween and see all the past Halloweens I've had with my kids, that is filling to me. I don't post for other people's recognition or appreciation. I post to share because it's something meaningful for me. You and I doing this podcast and our announcement about it, I was so excited and the very few that did reach out and say, I'm so happy for you. This is awesome. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to follow. That filled me up. And I think where it gets a little tricky is when the friendships that you would expect to come back with that and and you know they saw it, you know they're following, you can see it. And they, then there's nothing. I think that's where we have to not expect from others. Because we never really know what is truly going on in someone else's world. In that given moment. In that time. They might be like, oh, that's awesome. I have to reach out to her later. So it's kind of like not taking it so personally. And knowing that, you know, if you're being a supportive friend. And you're showing up. And you're reaching out. You're attracting that back and it will show up. It will. It will. Because it's like anything else. You you have to water your garden. You have to give it sunshine. You have to give it space, you know, and, and clean air and all of the things it needs. It needs to have great soil so the roots can grow. So it's just like a friendship. You need to give it all of the nourishment that it needs. You need to also give it space to grow as well. Yeah, sometimes people do need their space and they don't reach out and it it does feel bad. It does. But it's not, it isn't personal. And I have this conversation with my son a lot that if someone else acts ill towards you, 
it might have nothing to do with you that they have their own lives that they're dealing with their own things and you might not see it it might not show up physically they might not announce it or want to talk about it so it's important to honor that space but if there's someone in your life that you show up for all the time that you drop everything for you walk out of work you you know make sure that someone else is doing whatever it is that you need to take care of so that you can show up for this other person in your life and they never show up for you that's a red flag that is a red flag and it could be a friend you've had for your whole life it could be a family member it could be anybody but it's important to recognize that because it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you and it doesn't mean that you can change that you can't make them show up for you you have to just it's just making sure that you know the energy you're putting into it you're not going to get back and if you need to get that back then maybe that relationship isn't quite right for you right. in this life. Maybe you need to put a little distance and put up some boundaries and not jump every time if they're not, you know, giving that back at all. And I think we've all had experiences in that. And then we have the friendships that we may not talk for months or a year, but then when we talk, it's like we picked up right from where we left off. That's like us. That is us. We hadn't seen each other in maybe a year and a half, two years, yeah. the pandemic, the whole thing. But it's a, it's just a, a, an unspoken heart-to-heart understanding and mm-hmm. friendship that is that exists and is there. And it's, you know that person's a phone call away. You know that person is a drive away. And they may not be in your everyday life. And that's okay. And a lot, I, I mean, I, you and I, I have a couple friends I can re- just think of in my head right now that it's, and that's okay. And we respect the distance that's between us because of travel or, or where someone lives or, or each other's lives. And there's never any ill feeling there. Yes. I think the ill feeling comes in when it's people who we do have so much access to and have access to us that don't put the efforts in and we feel unworthy or unappreciative of that friendship like you said a second ago and that's where maybe you need to kind of step back and revisit is this a two-way street because you know, every relationship, it, it's got, it's got to be a two way street. And that you gotta, you have to, the thing is, is feeling imbalanced. So I need to feel imbalanced in my relationships. And some of those relationships, like with my son, I'm giving more, I'm always giving more and I am always willing to give more, no matter what he gives back, I'm always going to be giving to him. It's just the way it is. And in other relationships, I need more, more, you know, back and forth, more balance. And it's not going to be equal every day, every year, every decade. Sometimes it's going to be shifting towards the other person and back to you. But as long as you feel imbalance in that relationship, I think then the relationship can exist and flourish and it fills you up. Once it starts draining from you, you know, I... 
I don't like that feeling. It's an unsettling feeling when mm -hmm. I feel like I'm giving, I'm giving myself. I'm coming to you always. I'm the all, always coming to yes. doing all of the work. You're always making the intention. You're always making the call mm -hmm. or the text or the appointment yeah. or setting up the dates. But then sometimes that happens because your friend is like, I have friends who are not good planners. I have family members who do not schedule anything. But then when the event happens, we get together because I pushed it. Mm -hmm. If when we're together, it feels imbalanced. That's fine with me. I'm willing to put in the work to you know, nourish our relationship because some people just aren't good at scheduling things. And some, and there might be something about that. They're just, they don't, they're not one who reaches out. They just aren't somebody who, who does that on a regular basis. But if they will show up when I need them, when I need to talk to someone, when something's going on, that's rough. And that when we're together, it feels imbalanced and we're connected, then that's fine too, to put in the work sure. to get that joy and benefit from the relationship. And back to the mama of you always giving more to Jack, always giving more, always giving more. See, that is the mama nurturing. That is the mama putting her children just on this higher level of you are important to me, you are meaningful to me, and you will always know you're loved unconditionally. That's a good thing. Especially when a mama is so full and filled within her own self and knows her worth, we can pour more onto our kids. And I, I agree with you. I pour more onto Chase and Ava. I can't wait for them to walk in the door. And I get, I get my hug and my kiss and, and boom, there they go. <laughs> and like, can we have a snack can we talk together like i've been waiting for you all day <laughs> you know the food thing the food thing really works because i eating eating with him eating with my son is that time when i know that he's going to be with me and present and he wants to shop because he's 13 and he's always hungry so that really does work as a connection point and not being able to have that time with him every day during the pandemic when he was home you know when school was virtual it was so wonderful because i got to eat lunch with him every day so i got bonus time yeah that bonus time was it was bonus time as i kept thinking you know what 12 year old boy would choose to have this much time with his you know it, with me like why, why would he want to spend time with me outside of mm -hmm. you know eating and driving in places and that you know me going to him to talk to him and all of that i'm like i'm treasuring this like when he was a baby yeah. because i got all of that time with him without friends yes yeah, so i got all of that extra time with him without friends and activities and i was just i am soaking this up yes. as much as possible yes and i think that you know the pandemic i truly feel the universe was kind of putting us all in check of like, okay, come back to your core values and what's important and kind of like align with those who you are in direct relationships with every day, all day, and like lean more into those relationships. And that was such a great opportunity. And you realized who was that friend you can rely on during yeah. that time. It, 
really definitely showed true colors i it showed a lot of fear people who you may thought were one way a, a, a lot of things came up for them a lot of things came up for everybody and I think that was a great opportunity to put out some boundaries moving forward in friendships and relationships and understanding understanding different opinions and different, you know, people's different morals and values on things and accepting that we can all have different opinions and, and values and you don't have to be identically aligned with that friend. However having I mean showing up is such a big word for me and I'm I'm not just talking in like the physical form of like showing up at my house it is just showing up I I had um a major surgery I had a um um a bilateral lumpectomy for the second time in January and there were some friends that they were not invited. They just showed up at my door. Mm. Here is food. Here is this. Here is that. You know, neighbors, like yeah. cards left in mailboxes. Uh, you know, the struggle is real when you're going through something. And then, you know, my husband was trying to keep the household together. So and it was just, it felt so good for that drop off of the meal to know that like okay now he doesn't have to go make dinner and figure out homework and figure out because I'm a mess right Mm. and we're and and as a mama we're we're always going to have different moments where we struggle or where we are put in a time out where we're kind of isolated from our family whether we're sick or whether you know we have something major going on and it's so nice to have those people kind of just show up without question yeah it's comforting and and it's just practically helpful too yes like in so many ways there's the different levels of ways when somebody just Show, just shows up without being asked and they just know that you could use a little bit of help right now yes. and sharing their time yes and going out of their way and and you know what else is awesome being the friend that other friends know if they're in distress or they're having a moment that they can just show up at your house yeah having that that unbiased space what I like to call finding your soul self I have had friends just say I'm in my car and in your neighborhood can I come by Mm. yep I'll put the coffee on and we can sit outside and I will I've learned to be a good listener Mm. part of growing up being a mama right not okay I'm gonna listen to you today Chase instead of just kind of scream my way through this conversation I'm gonna choose to listen I think <laughs> and give we can all voice. relate to that right right <laughs> so I think it friendship is super important friends are are such an important part of of us our our growth our dynamic 
And through the pandemic and the separation of seeing people like we used to, I think everyone has their own comfort level. I'm not, you know, one to run out and just jump back in the way things were before. And that's okay. And my friends accept that. Then that is that those are good friends. Then those are good friends. Those are good and friends. If, if you can't accept that, then you're not fully understanding the other friends dynamic, right? You know, what is their household like? What are, what, what is, what is the, because each, there is no normal guys. Like if you're, those who are listening, keeping up with the Joneses is not normal. Everybody has their own version of what is normal to them and how they grow up. And there's no book, there's no guide in parenting. It It is what we make of it. And we're doing the best we can as mamas and being supportive of our children. And you know what else I love about friendships is when you can call and tell a friend how much of a jerk your kid was <laughs> and not feel like you're being judged for it. Yes. Yes, because there are there are people in my life, if I said that to, they'd find a, offense to that. But other friends, my really good friends, the friends that I can count on, my supportive friends, they would laugh and enjoy the story of why and what happened. Right. And they get it. Yeah. Because they live it too. Yes. But everybody lives it. It's like if you're not speaking these truths and you're not able to have real life conversations of, oh my God, I just want to say that my kid was such an asshole today and I feel terrible saying that out loud, but I need to say it because he was. And the other mom being able to laugh and be like, I got one of them too. Don't worry about it. Been there, done that. And it's like, oh my gosh, okay, other people get it. Yeah. Not not everybody is, you know, prim and proper and living the life of butterflies and bullfrogs. It is their... Yeah, the pretty after pictures on Instagram life that, that don't really exist at all. They just don't exist. And boys in this the preteen, teen, young teen age trying to separate from their moms, you know, trying to create independence and trying to be their own selves while they're still, you know, connected and um, still a little bit of, of lovey, you know, in the background where no one else can watch or see. But they do need to create that manhood for themselves, that independence. And that happens more, I think, with moms where they want to mimic dad more and try to be that man that they're becoming and it can be heartbreaking sometimes when your wonderful child is grumpy and kind of a jerk about whatever it is and like I will ask Jack the simplest things and sometimes he'll snap at me and then I I try to always say to myself in my head, it's not me. 
It's not what I said. There's something else going on here. So I usually like lower my voice, say something encouraging and say, well, we'll, you know, I'll give you your space. We'll revisit. And that. in, yeah. you know, 20 minutes, we're going to X, Y, and Z. Yep. But it's hard. And, and pushing, pushing him when he is in that space where he's feeling aggressive, mm -hmm. it will just get worse. I mean, it just gets worse. I so agree. I need to give him the space to this... get through that feeling. Yes. I Which have, is so hard. I can totally relate. It is you're like, because oh. you want to get it out in that moment, but it is recognizing that they're in a they're in a moment, they're in a space, and you got to give them their space. Yeah, it's so hard. So having that those friendships to call in those moments is like, hey, a girl, I got to walk away and vent to somebody before I go and explain explode on my child. So <laughs> just bring me back down for a second. <laughs> And the other thing, too, is that my husband would be angry at him and reprimand him if I went to my husband to talk about it. Because you don't talk to your mother that way. Because you sure. don't, you need to be yep. respectful. And what are you doing? So then there would yep. be a whole nother situation to deal with that I would not be happy about. So talking to my girlfriends is much better choice in that situation it's so important i will say there are lots of learning mindful moments when it comes to the husbands i definitely think that is another topic we should talk about because there's a huge piece of him that's him so he's got some you he's got some of mark he's got some of him and with chase i found Chase likes to talk really high, super passionate about topics. If something is on his heart, he talks very loudly. So we've chosen to say, okay, Chase, if you have one of those moments where you just need to be heard, you need to let us know ahead of time because otherwise it sounds like you're attacking me. It sounds like you're yelling at me. So from the other room, that's all he calls him Papa that his Papa hears and he, John's gonna come in like a you know oh yeah like, like a, a locomotive like he's just gonna just... and shut him down mm -hmm. so having those uh, uh, conversations like with John with Chase like saying like okay I understand that you get very passionate about this subject I understand this is your way of self-expression but there needs to be um, there needs to be a very fine there there is a very fine line. So you need to let us know if you are just passionately. I need to get this off my heart and speak to you. And something at school really upset me today, and I'm, I need to yell about it because we all need to kick and scream sometimes. That's okay. We're human. Or are you directing it towards me and you're coming at me? yelling at me and I'm the problem because then that's a problem. Yeah, the papa energy is protect the mama. So yes. he's going to come in and protect you from whatever is happening. Yes. Yeah, so that's it's, good. It's like, and for, for John at least, he's learning to recognize or he'll look at me for cues. Like, are we in a moment or is he being disrespectful? And it's like, 
he, we're having a moment. Like, back down the hallway, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't need you right now. Send the bat signal. Yes, later when I you will do. text you or send a uh, you know yeah nine one one. So supportive friendships. What what should we be doing to assess our friendships and create that? personal community of friendships that are supportive. What can we be doing this week? I think in a summing up our conversation, it is really about, you know, grab a notebook and a pen and write down what fills you up, what you love from the friends in your life, the different qualities that your tribe gives to you and what you're giving to them and making sure that you're getting filled up and not torn down by the friendships that are in your life, by making sure that you too are being a good supportive friend and giving out good energy and love and, you know, not hanging up the phone and rolling your eyes. Because Mm. if you're doing that, there's something there that maybe is unspoken or maybe there's some resentment and that can be a simple conversation that can get fixed and then you can move on with that friendship in a good way or maybe you need to you know re-look at that friendship from a different perspective and for the friends that when you're writing down who you know your friends are that do fill you up and do show up and those qualities are really working for you know that make you feel like you're excited to see that friend, send them a note right now. Just send them a text, say, I'm thinking about you and I hope you're having a great day and we'll talk soon or we need to get together soon or look at your calendar next week. When do you have an hour we can meet for coffee or for drinks after work or I'm going to make time for you because you need more of those people in your life. You need the people who you know will fill you up. Spend time on them. Intentionally spend time with those friendships. I love that. A gratitude letter too. If you know that you're you're booked, write them a letter and put it in the mail. Go old school. I love receiving letters in the mail. That is part of my, that is a love language of mine. Slip me a note and I'm one to do it for others. And I rarely get them. So I know what it feels like to want them. So I feel like that's something that I like to do. Now that's something that I'm going to do because I collect note cards with the intention of doing that. And I have a drawer full of note blank note cards that I have not been using. And every time I look at that drawer, I think, why am I not using these beautiful cards to send them out to all of the people that I love in my life? For whatever reason it is, instead of sending a text message or saying or giving a little heart on whatever social network it is. Because it's just so removed. It is. Where this is more personal, it's like a phone call. Yeah. So make a list of 10 people that you're grateful for and send them a card. Yeah. Show up or drop them a beautiful bottle of wine on their by their front door, their back door with a little note. If you have time, you're driving by your friend's house. Mm -hmm. That is such a beautiful thing. That's such a beautiful act of kindness. Yeah. 
Or a bag of coffee. Yeah, a bag of coffee. I mean, are those, those the two the things mile. that most moms love? Yeah, or some flowers. <laughs> flowers are great, too. Flowers feel good. They do. They make you feel beautiful, because flowers are beautiful. They are beautiful. Well, I think that's the end of this episode. Thank you for sharing this time with us. We would love to hear from you and support your harvesting mission in your personal life. Share your thoughts questions, ideas with us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Harvesting You or visit our website, HarvestingYou.com. Until next time, let's put inspiration into intentional action and keep harvesting you. For a new career? Would you like to take control of your time and also your income? Check us out at CardwellLife.com. That is www.cardwellife.com. Inquire today.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.